Magic Without Fears, Hermetic Podcast. I'm your host, Frater R.C. For more and exclusive episodes, visit magicwithoutfears.com. Thank you for your support. Without Fears, Hermetic Podcast. I'm your host, Frater R.C. For more and exclusive episodes, visit magicwithoutfears.com. Thank you for your support. Practical Occultism in Daily Life Quote, First of all, we have to realize that the material plane as we see it is the end result of a long chain of evolutionary processes that have gone on in subtler planes, the realms of spirit, mind, and astral ether. Consequently, every problem that we meet with on the physical plane will have a kind of soul, as it were, composed of factors from each of these levels of manifestation. It is important for us to realize this because every problem is composite and we have to determine the relative proportion of these different factors and discern upon which level the trouble has its roots or nucleus. It is no use trying to deal with a problem by a simple astral exorcism if its root lies in some spiritual factor deep hidden in the soul. Dion Fortune, Practical Occultism in Daily Life, Part 1. The book opens with two chapters about practical occultism in daily life. The above quote is what spoke to me the most, and it is what I found to be the most useful information. Finding the sole root of problems is something I had never known in such a concrete way. What I mean by this is that there are many aspects of metaphysics and occultism which I have many fragmented ideas and thoughts about, but are usually not formulated in my mind. This is what I found to be most valuable in Fortune's books. She has already formulated what I have only scattered thoughts thereof. In the second chapter of Practical Occultism in Daily Life, she carries forward the original thought, finding the sole nucleus of problems to get a solution. The whole idea is taken to a deeper level, level of metaphysics and soul consciousness. If the reader is not experienced in such types of discourse, he will be thoroughly confused. Nevertheless, there is, val- is a valuable chapter and one in the book could not do without. One of my favorite chapters throughout all of her books is the chapter following Practical Occultism in Daily Life, The Control of Environment. In this chapter, Fortune teaches the method of inner harmony and equilibrium. She then goes further to say that by being in such a state, you can influence the state of your environment. This knowledge has since been tremendous use to me, and I continually recall her words to mind, quote, until we cease to be influenced by surrounding conditions, we cannot hope to exercise any mental influence over them, end quote. 
I've always been very empathetically connected to my environment and the well-being of my environment has always been very important to me. My personal experience, therefore, has validated her words. Throughout this entire chapter, her words rung true in my soul. Two chapters are devoted to remembering past incarnations, where she goes over the two recognized aspects of man, the higher self and the lower self. Through delving into the Akashic records, which are a part of the higher self, a person can uncover past lives. The actual method is, in a way, walking the consciousness from one symbol or key to the next, resulting in the collection of memories thoughts and experiences along the way. The wise warnings Fortune gives about past life interpretations given by clairvoyants and psychics helped me to understand the things I had been told by such people. The methods she hints at about uncovering your own past life knowledge I was very grateful to learn. However, I found that the chapter would be of little help to anyone not knowledgeable in the basic theories of metaphysics and practice of alchemy. To someone with such knowledge, Fortune's theories and ideas about remembering past incarnations may be quite valuable. Dion Fortune also writes two wonderful and insightful chapters on working out karma. But I've chosen not to write about them. I only wish to include this brief note that karma is a subject of which she has spoken. Quote, The source of our being is in the ever-outpouring infinite energy. The amount of this energy we receive is limited solely by our capacity for realization. If we can increase our realization and get rid of our inhibitions, we correspondingly increase our intake of cosmic energy. And this energy is transmuted within our being into all the different forms of activity that go to make up human life. End quote. The use and abuse of mind power. In this chapter, The Use and Abuse of Mind Power, the process of energy flow in and throughout the human being is explained clearly and precisely. The words conjure a perfect image in my mind, and I could truly see the miracle of life and its beauty. Fortune says there are two methods of drawing in the cosmic energy, the ceremonial, implying ritual magic, and the meditative. What made no sense to me is that she then says that the ceremonial, or ritual magic, is only for directing the cosmic energy that was drawn in through meditation. This contradicts what she said previously, that ceremony and meditation are both separate methods of drawing in cosmic forces. It is when the use of this cosmic energy that the question of abuse is brought up. Quote, It is possible to influence the minds and wills of our fellow men so that they shall give us what we want. It is also possible to draw directly from the great cosmic reservoirs of undifferentiated force. The former way is the way of black magic. The latter is the way of white magic. End quote. Fortune, however, does not detail the line of separation between black and white magic. The only line she draws is that if the effect is harmful, it is black, and if the power drawn from the divine, it is, is drawn from the divine, it is white. I know, as should every magician and or Wiccan, the law of power which states harm none. This law is the prime but not sole separator between black and white magic. For there are many other such laws dividing negativity from positivity. There are many other theories in this chapter which I find very interesting because some of them clash with others I have learned. There are many other topics brought up in this book, but too many to all be commented on. I first thought when reading the book that because many subjects were two chapters long, they would be long and boring. But when I approached one such chapter, Etheric Magnetism, I found that the first chapter led into the sequel chapter in a way that made me curious, propelling me forwards with excitement. I would recommend this book to anyone interested in the metaphysics of etheric energy and the recollection of past lives. 1996 
Grade 10 Book Report, Vancouver Walder School. Hermetic Science Enterprises is a publishing company based in Scotland, UK, that specializes in Western esoteric printed literature as well as educational videos. With various imprints under its belt, its roster consists of grimoire tradition literature, alchemical works, Golden Dawn tradition books, and the several texts and videos originally belonging to the philosophers of nature. Besides its downloadable videos and standard hardcover edition books, Hermetic Science Enterprises also produces beautiful and precious limited fine edition books that are true pieces of art. For more information to order any of its products, please visit www.hermeticscienceenterprises.co.uk. That's hermeticscienceenterprises.co.uk. And as a lot of you know, I've uh, talked with the publisher Lenny on the podcast before, including a six-hour epic uh, extended version on the Patreon, and uh, seen the fine edition of his new grimoire of Scott's Discovery of Witchcraft, which is only available for purchase up to 50 limited copies uh, till the end of May, I believe. So check it out now. HermeticScienceEnterprises.co.uk